Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Time Alone with God. The purpose of this is to give you space in your week to just hear God's word. Many times we open our Bibles in the morning or in the evening, and if we don't have a plan on where we're reading, I know that it's hard to sometimes commit to a plan, but we open it up and we just say, where should I read? And then we feel lost and maybe we just randomly open to a passage. We want these Time Alone with God episodes to be maybe a little bit of a guide for you through your week. That at least once a week, uh, we're posting these and just reading scripture together. That way, you can click on it, you can listen, and you don't really have to think about where you're going to read. You just hear God's word. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you through his word. Be challenged, be convicted, be changed. We shouldn't hear God's word and walk away unchanged. And so my prayer for you today is that you hear these two chapters that we're going to read in James 3 and 4, and that maybe the Holy Spirit is working on you. Maybe he's trying to change something in you, to to break something away, to start something new. All you need to do today is be available. So thanks for listening. Know that if you are listening to this, we've been praying for you. I've been praying for you. I don't know where you're at or what your week has looked like or what your day has looked like. Maybe this year has been tough. But we know that God is good. We know that his word is true build our life on the foundation of his truth. So hear God's word today and be challenged, be encouraged, become more like Jesus. Let's hear God's word together. This is James 3 and 4. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. Indeed, we all make many mistakes, for if we can control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth, and a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. But a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It's a whole world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, fish. No one can tame the tongue. It's restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it's praising our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. 
Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. If you're wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you're bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and you kill to get it. You're jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. You adulterers. Don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again, if you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Do you think the scriptures have no meaning? They say that God is passionate, that the spirit he has placed within us should be faithful to him. And he gives grace generously. As the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord he will lift you up in honor. Don't speak evil against each other, dear brothers and sisters. If you criticize and judge each other, then you are criticizing and judging God's law. But your job is to obey the law, not to judge whether it applies to you. God alone who gave the law is the judge. He alone has the power to save or to destroy. So what right you have to judge your neighbor. Look here, you who say, today or tomorrow we are going to a certain town and will stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know that your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here for a little while and then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live do this or that. Otherwise, you're boasting about your own pretentious plans, and all such boasting is evil. Remember, 
It's sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. Take a minute to reflect on the words that you've heard. Maybe you need to go back and listen again. Regardless of where you're at, God sees you, he knows your heart, and he wants to hear from you. Take the next couple of minutes to be with him and respond to however he's calling you or challenging you. Listen, journal, sing, be silent. However you need to respond, take some time and be with him.